Testing, testing, testing. Testing. I saw a little bit of life. Oh, oh, there's the green. There's the green. Check one, check, check, check two, check, check. Hambo Live. This is Hambo Live. You know, one of these days I'm going to have to upgrade that picture in the profile. I love Roland of, of Gilead, but, you know, and he loves to, uh, Pavilar. Um, but, you know, I should probably put a picture of a, a chunk of ham with a flag in it or a headband like Rambo, but Hambo. It's a Ham Palace Live, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to be to be back in the uh, studio, and uh, we got a few topics to talk about, and I got a few topics to talk about. Daniel Wilson will be dropping in any minute now. Might have a surprise, surprise, um, oh, surprise, no, another surprise guest on. So it might be, look, I might be three guests if I can get this to work. Let me see. see what I can do here. Okay. They both saw the invitations. Let's see what happens, ladies and gentlemen. We might be going back, uh, back in history of uh, a little bit of an origin story if uh, my guest comes, surprise guest comes in. But it, I'll be, I'll have fun uh, chatting up with Daniel Wilson. He has this new microphone that he's using uh, that he wanted to try out. And he's like, well, can I come on the show and try it? And I go, absolutely. Absolutely, you can. Uh, we're going to be talking about some topics. Some might pertain to what well, might come up. Some, it might not. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to definitely do some hard-hitting shout-outs shout uh, today. And... Uh, I was kind of putting off podcasting because something happened that, well, it made me sad, bummed me out bad. Um, I, might, I think I'm going to wait to talk about that. And, yeah. So, yeah, I'll probably keep it short. Probably do. We might probably just do an hour today. But if it goes long, well, it'll go long a little bit. You know, that's how I roll. Once in a while, you get a little... A little surprise. I get get a little bit more more meat on the on the bone. A little bit more ham. Um, some great things are happening. I uh, found an app. I was able to download my app on my Spiffy iPhone eight, and what it does is it puts together whatever story idea you have. Yeah, say you have an instant uh, a fish in your head. I, David Lynch calls these big fish that you're fishing for ideas you throw that on you type it in and it tells you okay what characters you want it want in it and it gives you a, a point of references of characters and it kind of i'm still kind of figuring it out it gives you brainstorming ideas to develop that story idea further so i'm thinking i'm using this and helping me out to plotting more short films in the immediate future I like to make those short films, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm due to getting get a script ready, and I, I have an idea brewing in my head. 
It's not going to be on TikTok. Those words are banned from this podcast. Um, I was also talking to a friend of mine who is looking at starting a podcast and might be wrestling oriented, which is something that will come up eventually here. Um, he, I might even be on his show. You know, I'm going to try to help him along. I'm going to try to motivate him. I've been in the motivation business lately. <laughs> Me of all people, the laid back podcast when I feel like it. Um, Hambo. I, you know, I, I took it upon myself to, well, journal every day and uh, come out swinging with a small win every day, whether that's making my bed. Now, my bed is a disaster zone. It's part office, part bed. Um, it's a queen's bed. And... I can't really, it's just too much on it for me to, to make it properly. So what I do, I, I fold my blankets. I have two blankets. Uh, and that's what I do. And that's my small win of the day. And then I move on to journal entry, uh, writing, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, so I look at the day as folding like the day the beginning of each day is like unmolded clay unsculpted clay and i like to say i will shape it to my will how do you shape it to you well well you say things in your head that you want to say when you want to say them that's one way um you laugh, you sing when you want to sing to cheer you up. If you want a song in your head, you start singing that. Um, how you react to things is probably one of the biggest sons of guns. Like you, if something bad happens, you just have to remind yourself, oh yeah, today's killer and switch it around. Be like, instead of like spazzing out about something, which I definitely have in the past, um, be like, that's all right. Because this day's killer. It doesn't matter. Because I set the day earlier. I set it. I made it to be an outstanding day. And always come back to that reference. That reference point of, yeah, but today's awesome. It doesn't matter what mood this person's in. Um, this day's incredible. I'm killing the day. I'm, I'm just lighting it on fire. You know, I did this goal of mine for 10 seconds. And... Man, I did that goal for 10 seconds, and I worked on something that mattered. I took a break from all the Netflix watching, from all the YouTube watch. I'm bad with YouTube. Um, YouTube is, is my TV, but I get a heck lot more out of YouTube than I do TV because it's so niche, and it pertains to what I need to be doing or want to do, but... It can be addicting. It be like it just one thing goes to the next and the next, and it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with coming home to silence. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that's a lost art. Um, 
try music, coming home to just music. Yeah, I'm going to try that more. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've been toying with the idea in my head. In my head. I, do, I don't have a proper, proper studio, an art studio slash filmmaking studio slash recording studio. I was toying with the idea, now bear with me, of purchasing an RV. Perhaps a small RV. It could be a teardrop RV. It could be one of those truck RVs with the, you know, the, the, the pickup truck with a camper on them. But something I could get away with to where it's close by. I can get in there and be focused on what I got to do. Have a nice desk set up. Go to it. Um, however, I am aware it does cost a good chunk of change. And even worse, I am aware of the storage problem during the winter uh things have to be stored however there is a new storage facility that has opened up close by that they're building it right now and i think i believe it is for rv storage so i do believe that'd be a monthly bill but hey that's a tax write-off i'm making some money <laughs> in that art business and yeah, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Again, I'm toying with the idea. I've been researching space, spaces to rent out, um, spaces to rent out for like, uh, that are close by for, to use as, a, as an art office. And um, yeah, I think that's the way to go. I mean, you use what you can, but at the same token, it's like, you know, there's just so many distractions, so many distractions at home. I really do miss going to the library. Um, one of, one of, this is cool. Uh, Captain D, little shout out to Captain D's, this restaurant. It's kind of like the uh, Long John Silver's of my local area. Um, they opened and there's a seafood place. The diner opened. And I, it was felt so good to go in there and sit down and type out or edit uh, my novella, Dark Carpentry. The little things we take for granted. <laughs> Something as small as that. Having a space separate from home in which you can, one, eat, and two, uh, read a, a, a book, um, you know, get away from the things that could pull you away from from achieving uh, your win, your your win for the day. And uh, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely I'm I'm happy about that. I also today, you know, again, being the fast food carnivore that I am, uh, I during my lunch break today, I was able to go into Taco Bell and sit down at the dining facility, which was lovely. It's lovely. I loved it. And, uh, well, I guess I'll use this as a segue and I'll probably talk about it later. Uh, I'm going to address this and, you know, it all kind of ties in. I, I, I've discovered, and I'm not sure how many people in my audience know, but, um, a, a great com a comedic, um, type uh, wrestler, 
podcaster um, has passed, and it, it's uh, Blade Braxton. Special shout out to Blade Braxton of Russell Crap Radio. It is incredibly shocking. I'm still not quite over it. I don't know really how to take it. Now, I never met the man, but it tells, it says miles about somebody that you haven't met, that you you feel such a loss from the personality that they put out onto their show. And he was on the show called Russell Crap Radio. Um, those who know it, you know it. Um, he also did uh, the RD and, Bl and Blade show. Um, I think they stopped doing Russell Crap for a while, and it was the RD and Bl Blade show. And you didn't know if they were going to come back, but they came back and they did that show. And the other host is R.D. Reynolds. And what it is is they have this natural camaraderie and um, in-jokes and sense of humor where they bounce things off of each other. I have a, a good friend like that um, who has not been on the show who, uh, you know, I won't name names. Uh, <laughs> I like yeah, well, I'm, I'm on the show eventually. Uh, but, um, well, he's shy. He's shy. But, um, yeah, it's, it's something. There's something to be said about the in-jokes. The When you know somebody very well and you know their personality and uh, the impersonations that, that Blade would do, which were very over the, over the top. Um, he did the Angry, angry Jim Ross. Angry Jim Ross. And yeah, he did. Uh, what did he do? Uh, Nintendo John, which isn't really an impersonation, I, I guess. Um, whatever. He did Al Pacino. He did, you know, his moniker, if, I, if that's the right word, his wrestling Alter Ego was called the Midnight Rose. And he'd put out things on on YouTube. And he'd be in, in costume and he'd have he'd have the uh the mask on. And this, this it's like a Mexican wrestling mask with a bunch of roses on it, I believe. And I just uh, he is definitely the person that influenced this podcast greatly because of the gonzo style uh, uh segments that they had on and i you know i was doing segments for a while on here um so definitely deeply inspired deeply inspired by the impersonations on there that he'd do and what they would talk and the natural comedy that would flow from blade and rd um it was great. It was great. I loved it. And yeah, I, he's, he's missed. Um, it's, it, it just took me by surprise. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Um, the, the guy was, about my age, maybe more or less older or younger by four years, probably something like that. Um, and it's just, it, it, it's, 
you know, he put out so much of his personality. And, uh, I mean, I just don't know how to process since a sincere and unique individual the loss of 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 that of that guy and you know to be vulnerable and put yourself on a show where people know a lot about you now and your likes and dislikes and all the nuances they get a pretty good outline of you and it's like you feel like you know the person and I didn't always listen to the show consistently, but when I did, I always laughed. And uh, people are saying, you know, on, on the on the wall, you know, um, this podcast helped me get through tough times. And it helped me. It helped me get through tough times. And back, back in 2009, when, when the economy, the floor uh, fell out, and I was trying to pay, pay rent to pay back rent, it sucked. And that show and the, the interplay between R.D. and Blade and their in-jokes and the, their knowledge of wrestling and obscure wrestling news and um, their passion for that kept me kind of uh, laughing and kept, I don't know, it was a great escape. They, they did, he did a, a masterpiece theater where he would discuss wrestling news and uh one of the skits they did <laughs> was one about, I think it was a real life reenactment of someone complaining about the wrestler Virgil coming on to, coming on to them at, at a convention. <laughs> but it was done in such a masterpiece, old British, uh, I forgot the guy's name that, that uh, you know, unfortunately it's been so long that narrated that. But he, he would do that impersonation of that guy. And and it was Virgil's uh no, it was that's what it was. I think it was the the woman's uh response to him coming on to her or something like that or perceived it was perceived that way. Um you gotta check it out. You gotta I'll I'll try to find that episode, but it's it's back from at least five, you know, ten years ago, I'd say. So funny. So funny. And uh, just a really good, good stuff. He's going to be missed. I mean, I, I'm, I've been thinking about the guy. Um, and it sucks. It sucks. It, it, I, I couldn't go on. I couldn't go on air and not discuss it. And I, I was kind of putting this off because it's tough. I was shooken up bad. I was really shooken up bad. Um, yeah, and uh, let's see here. Oh, we got Daniel Wilson. He is, we're gonna, he's going to test his mic. He is in the, he, I'm sure he's in the waiting room. Let me invite him in. Let's see what happens here. Hambo. Daniel. Hambo. How's it going? Wow. You sound loud and clear. Oh, good. So you can hear me. Does it sound better than usual yeah yeah i'd say it sounds nice and and clear and uh it's got you got a little bit more volume to your voice uh it sounds fuller uh 
Awesome. How's uh, how's the whole thing working out with that? Is was it easy to figure it out? It's plug and go, or what do you plug think? Plug and go. Totally plug and go. Yeah. Now I was looking at that. I was thinking, man, maybe what if they made it an adapter for this for my yeah. Blue Yeti that I could plug into my phone? And uh, I think. Can, am I still sounding good? Does it still sound yeah. crisp? Okay. Um, I, you know, it comes down to, does your blue Yeti hook up to USB via it's USB? Not, yeah. It's got one of those. Hold on. It's like a micro USB kind of deal. Like one of those phones. Um, not like the, not the iPhone one, but the, the other, like an Android, I think type. Okay. Got it. USB thing. It's got that weird then, shape to it. Micro okay. USB, whatever you call that. Micro USB, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a dongle. Maybe it's as simple as a dongle mm -hmm. or cord. Um, because this one, it hooks up to USB. I could hook it up to my computer via USB, even mm -hmm. though my new computer has like the mini one, like you're talking about. Um, but mm -hmm. this one relies on a dongle. So I bought the mic, and it comes with the main cord, which is USB and then a dongle to hook it up to your iPhone. So seems to be pretty good so far. But when, when I was waiting in the waiting room, talking to your secretary, yeah, um, I could hear you myself. Care. You got to be careful with her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Not just you. She does that with everybody. I pay her good money to do that, you know? Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I could hear myself, and now I can't, which is a little disappointing. Um, I, maybe it's just a setting. Let me tell you, let me ask you if you can hear this one sec. All right. The Ham Palace. Yes, I can hear that. Does it sound any different? No, it sounds, it sounds the same sounds the same okay yeah well, that's that's a problem chris yeah now let's try let's try this can you hear that is that sound any different chris at, at first it was a little clear now it's chris. like back to where it was it, it, there's a little bit of um Echo. Uh, vibration a little bit of vibration to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that whistle there. Okay, I don't know if it's coming. I so the, I when I looked up this microphone, um, it it said it works really well, but it also has this echo feature where it sounds like a ghost. Sort of. So that's what I was playing with, but I don't know if it came through on your end at all. I can hear it on the monitors, but I don't know if it's coming through onto Podbean. So sorry, just a little experiment. I'm not sure if it worked or not. I think you would notice because it's so mm -hmm. noticeable on my end. No, I mean, the only thing, it's, it's just a little, just a, a little slight echo, but it, it just might be just because your sound set up in your room or whatever, your studio, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I might even sound like that too. So it's so subtle. It's just not even a big, I mean, you sound good. It sounds, you know, crisp. 
Yeah. 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 It does. Well, let, let me ask you one thing. Does does this sound different? Yeah, that's kind of like like you're further away right there. Right here. So this this is just my iPhone. So now I'm going to plug this thing back in. And how's that sound? Sounds yeah. better? Okay. Yeah. You sound closer. Good. You know. Okay. And a little bit louder, a little bit deeper. Crisper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm happy. So anyways, I'm sorry for all of the test, test, test. Um, no, it's okay. I was, I was talking about was mm-hmm. you were talking about the dream, so th- th- oh. tell me about that. Okay, well, um, okay, yeah, I was, I, I texted everybody, I texted uh, Daniel about this, and we've talked about this before in an earlier show. It's about these demonic dreams once in a while that come up. And I don't want to have them too regularly because it's like, well, then it's like, well, this isn't good. <laughs> but it, this one last night, it's like nothing really led up to it prior to this. I didn't, I wasn't watching The Exorcist. You know, I wasn't watching anything that had to do with the devil or anything. But I was uh, now the details of it. It was like I was in some kind of house and I was dealing with some kind of family individuals. And they, it was one of those things where they are kind of like, they were either laughing, snickering, or they knew something I didn't know. And okay. it, was, it was a demonic uh, kind of feeling I got, like, like uh, a kind of sense of uh, dread. Yeah, dread is the big emotion, um, and kind of like, Terrible. we're we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna pardon pardon the explicit uh, this on. We're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> we're gonna fuck you up we're gonna get you you know that kind of feel that dread I'm like Ew. you know it's like yeah and I, you know there were some twists and turns and it wasn't scary again it was like like a movie where it's more about atmosphere and uh, uh suspense and and facial expressions and an overall like a probably a, an argento film yeah and uh that's the closest thing I can use to describe these kind of things. And then I, I woke up and I'm like, well, I should write that down, but I'm like, I don't really want to write down that. <laughs> that was just not a good hellish kind of feeling. And uh, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, there it is. And, uh, but I could say I don't, it's rare that this happened. It's rare. And sometimes I do have good euphoric dreams um that are probably on the other side of the spectrum but those are those are pretty rare too so hopefully it equals out (laughs) um have you had anything like that lately no not demonic uh but i've had those dreams before and i know the emotional feeling that you're referring to i think and it's impactful it's uh, they're terrifying. It's 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 all yeah. about the emotion. Yeah, like you said, dread. I think that's what it's all about. That's what makes it impactful. Um, but that's crazy. So, so you woke up from it. Did did you think about it today? Was it on your mind? Not too much. Not too much. Not as bad. It wasn't as visually memorable as the other ones. Or I told you the other ones that I felt like I was in like a, um, uh, 
<laughs> one I think I told you about where it's like, like the, like like I was in Anton LaVey's uh, personal house, like everything decked out for like all sorts of weird symbolism, but it was real, real cheesy. It, but um, this one wasn't so much visual like that. This was more feeling and more personable. It, again, it, I felt like I was surrounded by uh, the Manson family, that kind of a vibe. Or what was it, what was the family that what Rob Zombie made, or no the uh, Oh, he did that movie with the leather House of head. a thousand corpses. Something like that, yeah. The the, the, the family of Leatherface or something. That yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> Which is never, you know, you never, it's not good to be in a presence with, with those people, you right. know. And, uh, well, it, it, I guess it's how, what what can I do about it? What can I, how can I interpret it? Definitely, there's some subconscious things going on. There's probably some guilt about some things in my past that I, I thought I've come to terms with, but maybe I haven't. I don't know. Um, sure. It could be stuff as deep as just our culture, our culture and dealing with good and evil and things that, you know, just seep in, that just seep in through the morphic field that we are always kind of there creeping in the background, you know, right. um, the dark to the light, you know, and everything in between that. And, you know, maybe it's, it serves a function. Um, it serves, a, I, I hope it serves a valuable function. <laughs> you know, I consider myself, you know, a struggling Christian, you know, I'm not, perfect i don't plan claim to be but i do fall back on prayer i do screw up a lot but i it's that struggle to not you know to, it's a struggle to be a good person and to do the right thing and if i do sure. screw up to try to redeem myself and make up for it in some other way to somebody else or the same person if i've said the wrong thing or or acted out and you know, whatever the case is you know yeah um. Yeah. So th this is a this is a confessional podcast tonight. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Um. I you know that's how I, that's I go deep on this once in a while. I kind of I let it out, and I think yeah. I think it it's it's good to be like that. I think more people should be like that. And you know, if we just pent up everything and just you know put on a mask. I don't know how how interesting things would be, but. Um, there you go. There you go. So, yeah. Have you well, had any good dreams or anything? Like, I mean, you're on a, you're on a good diet. You've been working out. You should have some killer dreams. I've had some really good sleep lately. Um, but more importantly, I heard a podcast recently. Can you just give me 30 seconds, Chris? One second. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Well, uh, all right. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, <coughs> I had a, or I heard a podcast about, I, I don't even know the guy's name. I'll look it up right now if I can. Um, and it was all about dreams and, um, how great this, this was this guy's theory 
but I listened to the podcast and it was pretty crazy. And he gives you some exercises. His name is Dr. Eric Wargo. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, but okay. So his theory is that, you know, time is, I think this is it. I need to listen to it again. Cause like, I, I was listening while I was going to bed and I fell asleep during it. Sure. Um, but his, his theory is kind of like time is a dimension and um, it's the future. All points are connected. So the future, the past, it's all connected. Sure. Um, to one point. So the future's happened basically. And I think, I think this is what he's saying. But anyways, he's saying that your dreams are precognition. So when you dream, it's telling you the future. Um, okay. And anyone can do that. Anyone can do this. So he, and he, he, I'm summing up what he said. He goes into how and why. But he's basically saying, so you want to keep a dream journal and you write down your dreams immediately when you wake up, write them down, write down what you remember and do it every day. But also at the end of the day, go back and read over the past three days every night. Huh. Okay. And then you're going to start realizing that what you wrote in your dream is what happened in life. And so he's saying you can you can start noticing the trends of what's going to happen by analyzing your dreams in this way. Crazy, really. Even yeah. if it's though, but what if it's a really far out dream, like he went flying in the air? And... Well, he's saying you know symbolism still counts, so there mm-hmm. is no universal symbolism. Like a unicorn may mean different things for me and you. Oh, okay. So there is no universal symbol for everyone. Like, oh, if you're flowing down a stream, that means this for everybody. So there is no dream. He, this is just what he's saying. There is no. I, I think it's kind of hard to believe. I feel like certain people would have certain uh, ones, but he, he's saying there is nothing universal. But he's saying. You might have a really bad dream. It might be really bad in your dream. Okay. It, it might be a bad experience. But if you write it down and journal it, you'll realize that some version of what you dreamt about came true. And it might it might be a good thing that happened, but it still got predicted in your dream through symbolism. And, and so I don't know. Within, the, within that window of three days? Well, he's just saying... Write down all your dreams every day, every morning, and then at the end of the day, go over that day and then look over the past three days too. So you know you're you're going over the same material a couple times, uh, but that's the point. And you'll start to paint a picture of. Uh, it's, you'll start to understand symbolism in your dreams. You'll and you'll start to even starts predicting what's going to happen in your dreams. Ah. predicting yeah so he's saying like people that get really good at it they literally end up 
they see the place they're going to, and then two days later they go there. Wow. But they don't, most people don't know because they haven't taken the time to make the connection and study it. He's saying once you start studying it, you'll start to see connections if you start studying it. But you got to do the homework every day. You got to do it every morning. So that's about as far as I heard of what that's like. So you can geek in, geek out on it if you want. Mm -hmm. His name's... uh, You there? We lost you a little bit. You little... can't hear you that good. I think he got sucked into the into the dream. Crazy. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Um, he the the description says it says. This episode welcomed Dr. Eric Wargo to the show to discuss his research into the theory of dream, symbolically show research into the theory that dreams symbolically show us future conscious thoughts and events. Crazy. And that, but um, it was crazy because... Podcast? What? Is that... Is that uh... Uh, coast to coast or what? Who? What oh, sorry. Yeah, it's uh, tinfoil hat. Oh, tinfoil hat. Yeah, I haven't listened to tinfoil tinfoil hat in a long time. I have to start listening to them again. Okay. Okay. But you know they're they're comedians and and um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this dude's like a hardcore research scientist, so it's just funny listening to the hardcore mm-hmm. research scientists talk with. You know, dick joke comics. I know. <laughs> it gets pretty crazy. Well, the host again, what's his name? Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli, yeah. He gets he, he gets pretty crazy. He gets pr- pretty riled up. And he'll, he'll go yeah. on another route <laughs> with the humor. Um, that You know what? It's interesting. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Theo Vaughn lately. And he, he's a similar... It's a similar way where he'll get a serious guest on. Like the last one he did was like the border patrol agent. And he'll go, and it, 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 he's pretty good though. He's pretty serious for a while, but he'll throw in some inappropriate jokes, inappropriate humor, and he'll tell them about all the times he smoked pot. Um, and uh, he, he used to like smell, uh, not, but sell pot and stuff like that. And, yeah, <laughs> probably isn't a good thing to be talking about that with, next to a border patrol agent. <laughs> and uh, his, his humor comes off as kind of juvenile, but it's kind of like you cut. I don't know. It grows on you. It grows on you after a while. Right. Yeah. Most people think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially uh, right now with Joe Rogan is like, dang it. I can't. I try to listen to his podcast. I can't pull it off on Spotify. So I'm like, I need something else to have in the background, you know. Once in a while, yeah. so you know, I think it's Theo's time to, you know, get more su- subscribers and listeners and all that. But go ahead, what were you going to say? I think it's good bringing serious topics to a comedian because it's it, it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. sure, it's just kind of like you know you can lighten it up and they can take serious, you know, uh, 
comedians can get away with saying stuff under the under the guise of comedy, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think the message probably gets through to people better because it's being broken up into these entertaining chunks. Whereas if it was just that person, they might they might be, get bored or they're not like, oh, I'm not interested in the subject. But, you know, that host, that comedic host can put a spin on it to make it a little bit more interesting, and a little bit more fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there you go. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, one of the things I was going to talk about, I, I'm, I don't know if, if, if um, our guest, uh, our surprise guest is going to be on. Uh, I think he's having some technical difficulties as well. Um, the mystery spot. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the, th- here's the deal. I, I went on Google and I'm like, I'm going to check this out. I took took work off. I'm like, you know, I'm just getting, uh, I'm getting the fever, you know, uh, cabin fever. I want to get out and, and just get out of the area, get back with nature. And, you know, and ever since the Montana vortex, I'm like, let me see what's by, what's up north there in the Gaylord area. And that was uh, St. Saint, Saint Ignace. There was a mystery spot. And uh, the only thing is, you know, I don't know if they're open. It said temporarily closed on Google. So I'm like, great. Uh, I don't know. And then I went on the website and it doesn't say anything about being temporarily closed. So I called them today and the mailbox is full. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it. Um, I would think that they would they would keep things going like like hey you can come in you just got to wear the mask um, and there's a lot of it that probably takes place outside as well so that's kind of odd um, if I if it's closed down I, I'm gonna look for another spot or some kind of other I'm researching other part you know areas like there's parks and stuff but I feel pretty weird going to state parks with no um personal locator beacon <laughs> and no pistola you know now because the people getting uh you know taken and uh but i might go there's just it's called castle rock which is like you can go up these steps and get a nice view of the mackinac bridge and all that and which is it's nice but castle it's no mystery rock. Spot, you know yeah i'm looking at um, oh cool pretty yeah. It looks like a castle. Crazy. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. So yeah, that that might be something something neat. But again, it's I don't think it's anything supernatural or paranormal. So I still kinda want to see if I, I can find a place. Um although I told you there's <laughs> there's Bigfoot uh you know, uh, my mom heard Bigfoot up north, you know <laughs> at night supposedly mm-hmm. and um your mom no yeah way. i didn't know that and she oh okay i thought i told you this but when she's in the cabin she hears these noises of of like a whoop you know and uh and uh and a whistle you know whistling and weird talking which 
And it, it comes back to this again. Now, now, you can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that is Bigfoot. But just like the rock from nowhere, in my case, you know your area. You know what's when something's off, when something is doesn't jive with all the other times you've been in that area. And it's yeah. so out of left field where it's like, how can this come on now? This is out of the ordinary, out of the ordinary. Um, so you just know in your stomach something's up that's not yeah. normal. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you've had some situations, I think. Um, with certain lights and, and orbs and things of that nature, correct? Where you feel like that's not correct. You know, you can't say 100%, okay, that's that's what it is, but you're not going to say that's an everyday thing for sure. There's something going on there. Yeah. Right. Um, and have did you ever watch, there's something going on, between David Polites and yeah. uh, then all the stuff with Drew, or Chris Bledsoe. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if you ever got a chance to listen to anything about Chris Bledsoe, but it's so crazy. He's like the biggest in. He's like the biggest. It's like the biggest contact. He's like the biggest contactee story next to travis walton is that the dude's name uh travis walton is that travis did he get taken uh by ufo yeah okay yeah um yeah so this dude i mean listen to his story it is crazy it's um like he his whole family is getting contacted and now every, it's like just daily now they're just there's or huh. if you're hanging out with him there's orbs all over he made contact with the this this angelic being manifested before him and told him what was going to happen the events that were going to happen and wow yeah just crazy stuff but I, I know it sounds crazy to just talk about it, but you got to actually hear what he's saying. Okay. And the evidence, because I mean, he's had the only thing I, I think is kind of funky is because like all the CIA guys, you know, to the stars, Tom DeLong, all of that. Are you familiar with any of that? Well, Tom DeLong, um, you know, I, I just know about that. He knows he, he's looking into the uh, UFO stuff pretty seriously. I don't know about the CIA stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, he to the Stars Academy is Tom DeLonge's kind of, he's a founder, I think. Uh, but then he's got a bunch of, there's this guy, Jim Semivan, who's ex-CIA clandestine operations. Yeah. And you can look it up, to the Stars. You can watch a video by Jim Semivan. And there's a bunch of these ex-military, ex intelligence agency guys that are on the board of this to the stars and it's all about disclosure and it's all about bringing et technology to to the humans and i mean it's just crazy it's kind of crazy that lou elizondo it's mm -hmm. just kind of crazy because they're basically saying it's real and there's all this technology um 
So anyways, that's the only thing. I'm, you know, obviously <clears throat> people are going to be suspicious of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if Chris Bledsoe and his story, um, if he's friends with all those guys, then it's just kind of like, you know, is it is it all you got to I don't know. I question. The only reason I question it is because I question those guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this than... guy, it, it sounds similar to what you're saying, similar to the, like the Bob Lazar stuff where you're talking yeah. about, they're saying there's all this technology that they know about or, or, and, um, and you're, you know, there, while there's no hard evidence, it's, it's, you, it's hard for somebody to, be that great of a liar and a lot of it checks out logically um, for the most part and yeah there's just i mean it's say say bob was lying about the whole thing well he's an it's still kind of amazing because he's an extraordinary liar (laughs) like it's like wow like that's incredible like somebody could be that good you know but I don't, I don't think he is. I think he believes what he's saying, you know, for sure. And, um, I know, I know one, one thing, like those things that were, you know, on the news that were breaking supersonic speeds and turning on a dime and all that, whether that's, uh, the Russians or whoever, um, it's almost just as incredible because they're breaking laws of physics. Um, I mean, it, you're going into sci-fi country either way. And, uh, same thing with, with the missing, uh, the 411 cases. It's like, uh, okay, maybe it's not directly aliens, but it's something that's probably living in our cave system that has extraordinary powers. That's sci-fi country. It's like, it's not that much of a leap, um, to go from, aliens to that and um yeah man i think i think i think there's been a lot that's been pulled over our eyes i used to think well that's just certain reality to everything and you know there is kind of a sense that we figured out a lot and we have we figured out a whole heck of a lot yeah but you got to think about the age of the universe you know compare that to how long things have been around and it's like there's a whole slew of things that we don't even know. Like they're learning now about new physics. Yep. And, and it's like, well, hold on now. I thought we had it all figured out with the physics. Well, the quant- quantum physics was kind of getting a grip on that. But now there's like new particles and, and new realm of physics and, and new realm of physics, man. Though that now now the bigfoot and ufo stuff starts to like them being in the same area now something's starting to to line into focus yeah about that um it's almost like i was thinking i was looking at a picture of someone somebody drew a bigfoot and above that is there is a ufo ship and like it's almost like there's some kind of weird computer glitch mm-hmm. you know this is you know, for real, like they're connected somehow, like they're coming from this, uh, like, oh, like, uh, it's like Westworld. Like they're coming from this 
other part of this pro of the program and they're out of sync with and they're in this program and they're out well, like all this stuff is almost like superimposing onto our reality coming from other realities that's the, the sense i get from it because how weird is that to, okay the ufo they're gonna plop down a bigfoot out of their ship yeah that, that, that that's weird that even for ufos that's weird <laughs> I can buy, they get out of the ship, they're looking around, but then they put this ape-like guy out of there and go, okay, you look around, and then you're going to disappear. And uh, now they may have their own motives for that, but to me, that seems more like a computer glitch than it mm -hmm. does a sense this comes from that. You know, I could be wrong, but... That even points more to be like, wow, we maybe we really are in a a uh, simulation, you know, or something to that respect, you know, you know. But uh, your thoughts? I think simulation makes sense. I mean, going back to, I just the fact that we're in this life. And mm -hmm. all of the people that have near-death experiences and they've been dead for a while and they come back and they all say how it's, it's like you're going back home to this amazingly loving place. Mm -hmm. And so if that's the case, then what the hell is this life? Like you live it. It's strictly mm -hmm. just to learn lessons. Is it like putting on, is it equivalent to like a a higher tech version of putting on some Oculus goggles, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know, but if there's just, it makes sense that why couldn't people disappear? This, I mean, my point is the simulation makes sense to me. That's all. It really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they're saying that they're finding uh, like code in, in our fab, the fabric of reality, certain uh, physicists are seeing this and yeah. um, that th it's this new physics thing. It's like you're in a video game, but you're the characters in the game, but you can't know like how it computes. All you see is the graphics, mm -hmm. you know, the results from the programming, not, not, not the ones and zeros and, and the code and all that. Right. And they're, they're, starting to look behind the curtain and see some of the uh the code and figure out well what is that what is that how can we uh, understand that reality and it's like well dang man it's like think about it if you're in a video game and you are the character in the game how mm -hmm. can you interpret what it is outside of that like that's it's so alien it's how it's like other dimensions it's like you become a four or five D being what does that mean and it's like it's it's so hard to picture it unless you're out into that other dimension experiencing that you know right um like the flat world thing they always bring up and um yeah i mean i i i'm the the problem with flat earth theory is that the name the name flat earth Th like people just think it uh 
I mean, it just gives itself a bad name because people have a preconceived idea of what what they think the flat earther means. But when you listen to some of the flat earthers, they're more just it's more just anti globe. Like it's just more a rejection of what people were taught, you know, what you were taught as it's like this idea that unless you mm-hmm. go up, have you been up there into space to see right. the, the earth? Well, then you don't really know what, what you're on. It's just, you're just taking it. Yes. Obviously it involves it. If there was, if the globe is fake, it would require a giant conspiracy. It would re- require a giant conspiracy. I'm not saying it is or not. My point is, is that if it was a simulation then I think a lot of the flat earthers, what they're what the flat earthers are finding, what they believe, could be because of it. It was a simulation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, understood. I'm more, um, of, a, I'm more of a simulation. So some of the some of the reasons I've heard people say they think it's flat, I'm like, uh, that sounds like simulation to me. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm based it off. I watched. The, I watched the simulate. I watched a couple documentaries on simulation hypothesis, and it sounded like there's like some scientific, some science behind it. But what the hell do I know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Science. Uh, what do I know about science? You know, you can make compelling both people. There's just very, very compelling people, mm-hmm. and you can make a compelling argument. That's totally a bullshit argument. But if you're really com- persuasive, yeah. you know, if you use logical fallacies, but you're really persuasive, you can com- you can convince people of anything, right? If you're good at it, not everyone can do it, but yeah, you can make something out of nothing. Yeah, but how many of those people are around? And you think of that's kind of a rare gift, so. Here and there, they do definitely are there, but uh, I guess the the flat the flat, did I, did I say flat Earth I, flat world? I yeah. think I meant to say flat world. Um, where is that different you know, you, than flat Earth? I kind of I, I I it's like we're say imagine you are living in a two, in a two D world, and a three D object pokes through the the two D world. How are you going to know what the hell that is? Say this pencil's tearing through a paper. Exactly. You only interpret it as like this opening in front of you, but you don't see above it or below it. Um, That's the same with the code reality to this. Like, I'm pretty sure there is no out there, out there. Um, As far as out there is where the answers are. Out there, we're going to find out the secret to life. I don't think it it quite works that way. I think it's more internal. It's more within, and the code is deeper within us as opposed to out there into the physical world. Yes. Um, I think we're going to find the answers in the micro world, not so necessarily the macro world. But hey, I'm I'm still all for go explore other planets. That's cool. You go send robots to other planets. I'd be careful going, sending people to Mars. I'd be careful with that. That's going to come with some risk. 
and right. how much further are we going to go but than Mars? Probably, I mean, that's a tough one. Unless we really get some, um, unless we really uh, go, you know, create some next level uh, energy that can spend, uh, that can warp space and time. And I was also thinking about this. Okay, say you warp space and time. Isn't that kind of dangerous to space and time? <laughs> you really want to be messing with those four in the ripple effect from that? Isn't, aren't there yeah. ripples that could like, you know, that's why we have like, oh, Vader said this, not that. And Looney Tunes was spelt this way, not that way. <laughs> the Mandela effect, for all we know, could be, you know, <laughs> waves from some other aliens messing around with space time, for all we know, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or some, maybe it could be something is like from a black hole that's messed with space time that it's sending a ripple because it's such a strong black hole. You know, now I'm just really blue sky and I don't know, you know, I could be dead wrong about this. I'm just, this is my theories that, you know, no formula behind this, but. No, it makes sense. Uh -huh. It does. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, I guess that brings me to the next topic, which was, you know, Daniel and I, we've, we've been, well, we started this process of, of journaling. And I'm still doing it. I'm still journaling every every day if I can, and setting the day off with a with a win and a the positive vibe energy, and trying to create my day uh, internally. Um, but the thing with that is I've been doing this. I've discovered this book called E Squared. I think that's the name of it. And there's tests in this book, and it has to do with mind over matter experiments yep. and one of the experiments well i'll tell you my results so far this isn't i think there's nine experiments i'm into experiment eight which is kind of top secret right now i don't want i don't even want to tell daniel about the top secret <laughs> experiment uh I'm, I'm into pretty soon here but the one i just did was oh this was cool was the weight one uh where Okay, you have three days. Actually, actually kind of like two days, really. Um, you weigh yourself, and every meal that you have, even if it's pizza or ice cream or something, you send it positive energy and positive love, or you, you pray over it and, and give it a blessing. And yeah. you say, every bite that I have is going to give me the proper nutrients I need, and it's going to make me leaner and stronger and healthier. You know, what's funny about this, I was already kind of doing that before I did the test because I'm like, well, why not? If I mean, there's got to be something to that. If I if I give my food like this is going to go to the right parts of my body as opposed to like the fat parts, yep. you know, I got to figure it's going to help in some way, you know. And uh, but when I did the experiment, I'm like, OK, they're seeing one pound in a matter of like two and a half days. I'm like okay, well, I was I was skeptical. I was very skeptical. But I weighed it, made myself, and I did I did that. I tr I try to remember with every meal. I didn't always remember like with each bite and each meal, but I try to slow down and to you know I said a prayer over my food, and then other times I just said nope. This is this is going to go towards the right parts of my body. I give this good energy, and this is going to help me. 
And sure enough, I couldn't believe it at this, at the beginning of the third day, I weighed myself. I had lost at least two pounds, if not more. Wow. Two. Two. That's crazy. And I didn't change anything dramatically. Like, yeah, I was working out both days, um, but I didn't like do an extraordinary hardcore workout, you know, what prior you? from over the next day. Um, as far as a workout. Yeah. I think all I did, I don't even think, I don't even think I hit the gym. I think I did the home workout where I take, what I do now is when I get home from work, I, I try to go immediately to the kettlebell and I, and I go for a walk around the block and with it. And I, I, I have it in my right hand and I switch it over to my left hand and I'll do some swings, like some shoulder shrugs with it, you know, some, some workout moves. And then yeah. I'll come back and I'll get, there's the lawn there, kind of the side uh, lawn and I'll do um, push-ups just to finish it off. And maybe I'll do a flurry of like uh, kicks or my kata from karate. And um, just to add a little bit more, a little bit more cardio or something. And then that's it. It's it's a kind of a mild workout, but it's a workout. You know, it's not as hardcore as me hitting the the, the gym and, you know, really yeah. hitting heavy weights. But it's it's one of those it's 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 keeping that consistent habit going, you know. Yes. And uh and that's, that's what it was. And I'm like, man, that's still, that's in a matter of two and a half days, at least two, two pounds, if not more like, dang, man, I was really surprised, really surprised. And so the, the test before that, I think was this one was, was, was a winner with, with the, pl the, the planting the seeds, which is the cilantro. And uh, at first, at the beginning, the right side of the, what I do, I put, I, I got an egg carton tray, tray, everybody, and I put dirt into each pod. And in the dirt, I put a seed in each one. So there's a total of uh, 12 pot, dirt pods that these seeds are growing in. And the thing is, like, you, oh, every day you go and you put your hand over the left side and you, it's, again, you send it vibes of grow. I want you to grow, grow faster than the other side and just send it, you know, love, positive vibes, what have you. And at first the right side was, was beating the left because it, it was more in the sun. It had more sunlight, I think, but eventually the other one caught up and it outnumbered the right side, I think five to four or something like that. And there's still like a couple other, dirt pods that the seeds never grew out of but again it outnumbered the one on the right now i could do repeated experiments with this but that's pretty dang good for the first time that's pretty cool and um the other ones were okay look out for a certain colored car and be aware of that car and count how many colored cars uh that you see in that day and uh, that worked pretty good. I'm like, okay, that's what you focus on multiplies. And I tried doing that. I'm like, okay, how about let me do something else here. I'm at the grocery store. Let me, how about how about and I go redheads? How many redheads can I see? Right. And it's like it came like like I was telling you that one day. Like 
it was like uh like towards the end i i ended up seeing like one pass by me or something like that it was either before i started or after yeah. which is neat um but that was a low that was a low like i i think i saw two or three maybe two at the most and so i wasn't too impressed with that but still that's a result even if it's a low number and the other one was ask the universe a question and you should get an answer to it within a certain amount of time now that one didn't really go i asked a question and um now i i, I go i i can't i can't learn the answer through youtube that's a stipulation it has to be somebody that comes up to me and gives me the answer to the question personally um so that didn't happen but i did i was watching the missing 411 and David David Polites, uh, he was talking about, you know, how his son, you know, his son uh, liked doing, he went after what he'd love to do. And that was the question. The question was, what is it, what is it I have to do to do what I love to do? And like, is that the answer? It was something along those lines. Like, is that the answer to do what I'm passionate about and to make, how do I do that to make a living on it or whatever? And yes. that, that's what he said. He's like, he's like, I got to tell you, it's like, you have to do what you love in life and what you're passionate about. And I'm like, well, that's, that's pretty neat. That, that, that's like off to the side. I mean, again, it's not him personally telling me it, but it's again, it's still kind of there in the background. So there, there might be a little something more to this than I, there might be something to this here. So I think what, and what I always mention in the journals, I think it's like a muscle. You have to kind of keep practicing these exercises and it'll get stronger. So that's my hypothesis. We'll see if that's true after, you know, after I finish off, I think experiment nine, but so far, I think we're doing pretty good for a batting average of the experiments. That's awesome. I love this. Well, yeah, it's neat. It's neat. Keep, I hope you keep a journal and keep us updated with progress. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am. Like I said, the next one's a little bit more of a doozy. It's, it's top secret and I can't really let anyone know it. And, and then once the results are in, then I can let people know. Um, the other one I haven't done yet is like you take the two metal um, hangers and you use them as dowsing rods. And you do that, I think, for two hours. You, you send some kind of thoughts and they're supposed, to, they're supposed to move to a certain vibrational positive energy wavelength. And I'm like, well, I don't have any metal hangers around. So, I you know, I didn't do that one. So I skipped that one. But. Um, yeah, I think that because like I'm saying there, I don't think there's an answer out there, out there. I think it's all internally because where else is it going to come from? Really? You know, this, no, I, I completely agree. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. We are the computer. Mm -hmm. The brain, our, our brain is the computer interfacing and it's like one computer inside of the, the main computer. Mm -hmm. um yeah so it is it would come from within right because yeah our our mind our center our heart that's connected to everything that's connected to the whole 
I mean, you and I are just expressions of the same consciousness. Mm -hmm. What, what if we are, what if you and I are literally the same expressions of expressions of the same being, you know, just two different fingers of, of the hand. Yeah. 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 And there, there's an interesting case is that, yeah, exactly. We're all this part, we're this one being and like, we're all parts of that one being, which is pretty, pretty crazy mind, uh, mind fuck, but it's probably the case, <laughs> you know, it's like, we're also connected to a lot of crazy people, <laughs> which we don't want anything to do with, which is yep. uh, unfortunate, you know, and messed up. But <laughs> if you look at it that way, <laughs> yeah, we're all connected by some amazing parts of this, this creature, but uh, there's some really messed up parts of it too. <laughs> right. <laughs> There really yeah. is. But I, I mean, it's of your own making. Like it goes back to what if all of the terrible stuff you see on the TV and social media? I mean, what if it's not real? What if it's just part of your simulation? So you create this idea of what hell is based on all of these things that you're witnessing. But those mm -hmm. things, it's just it's just input. You're a computer. Yeah. You're in the holodeck and the computer made these things so that like the only reason I say this is because like some of the people that died and they came back to life, they most people said it was all loving, but some people said they went to hell. Yeah. And they said when the pain got too great, they t they begged for them to whoever was torturing them to stop. Yeah. When they, be when they begged to stop, it stopped. And then they realized they created the pain the whole time they were creating it, whatever that means. Um, yeah. But yeah. but then once they snapped out of it, it was over. You know what I mean? So crazy. Yeah, man. It's uh, well, say okay after you die, you're floating around, and uh, I think you're just work you're just kind of existing on thoughts and yeah. you know you're what you're interpreting visually with what's come think of like a dream or something like that you're interpreting these impulses to be to mean certain things and uh that's probably along those kind of lines and and there's a certain reality to that for sure you know it's all i'm sure those those uh electrons have weight to them and um it's got to come from from somewhere so that that is a kind of reality um so yeah man why not why not make it a good one why not why not um think of whatever your heaven should be i think that's probably a good idea you know whether you believe or, or not that well just in case i should probably have a good picture of what i what a heaven would be to me so if mm -hmm. I fall back and I realize I'm gone, it's like, okay, I remember that. What haven't I, I visualized? Well, that I'm going to go to that now. And who knows? I mean, hey, it's better to have a strategy than that. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> yep. If you don't, if, if it's all, you know, if it's, if it's nothing, well, you don't have to worry about anything because you're not going to experience anything. It's all going to be a, right. You know, Hey, I got Chris got it. Got a take a quick leak can you give okay. me a second <laughs> yeah go ahead yep 
So yeah, we're getting uh, getting pretty out there tonight. It's good. It's good talk. Um, always like going to the paranormal. We can, uh, even though we have a limited experience with it. You know, I think it's still a fun topic to talk about. Um, not always cracking jokes or not. It's not always fun or funny. I try to make it fun. But, um, yeah, I think it's interesting nonetheless. Um, think about think about journaling, everybody. Think about winning the day, what that could mean. Having small wins. There's something to that. You wake up, you fold your blanket. You wake up, you write something from your head, from your, your dream. That's productive. That's a kind of a win before anything gets in the way of distracting you. Hey, you do that every day. That could build up into something. You could blog that out. There you go. You have a... a, a this whole narrative of dreams are now in kind of a defined written reality. And, uh, Hey, that's better than the, uh, than, than, a, than a, a foot in your eye, you know, <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm sure that's not the phrase, but Hey, that's, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying everybody, the dude, Sean, the dude, Sean entered the live studio. How you doing? Dude, Sean, Feel free to write in comments on the wall if you can. Um, I think you can only call in now if I throw up the link. I think that's how that works. And you, you can get in like Daniel is. Yeah. Uh, dude Sean says, what's popping, man? A little shout out to the dude Sean here. Oh, well, Sean. it's popping. Yeah. This is what's popping, man. We're talking about deep the deepness here. The, the dreams and what reality means doesn't probably get much deeper than that or maybe it does who knows um, it always gets deeper <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think when you do have a heavy dream it forces you to be introspective and be like okay what what am i doing wrong how can i what can i learn from this how can i maybe have a, a good dream or a positive one or something you know, maybe something with Carmen Electra involved, you know, <laughs> I mean, for, hey, hey that, those are good dreams to have. VR. Uh, <laughs> um, dreams. I like the ones where I'm flying and it's a pleasant thing. And I got a great view over the, uh, the world, the landscapes. That's pretty neat, you know, and it's a good feeling, not a terrifying feeling where I feel like a sense of I'm in control of this flight. Yeah. Um, I yeah. always, whenever I do a, I've only broke out into lucid dreams a few times, but immediately it, it, as soon as I realized I was lucid, I, I, I'd be in the dream lucid for like briefly and then I'd wake up. Mm -hmm. Uh, usually it's because I, I, it gets induced when. I, I hear a song in a dream and it's a really good song and it, or something cool and I'm trying to record it with my phone and then I realize <laughs> that, that's when I realize I'm that's when I become lucid and realize oh I'm going to record this on my phone 
but I won't be able to hear it when I wake up. So there's no point in recording it in my mm-hmm. phone. <laughs> that's funny though. That that's a, a reflex now. It's like I can record it in my phone in my dream in your dream. <laughs> uh, yeah. One time I had a dream that I I was witnessing the baby Jesus being born. Well, not 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 literally get Mary giving birth, but I was literally I look over and I'm like in this rocky canyon and all I see is a glowing three wise men wearing, you know, purple, red and blue, just glowing, glimmering royal colors. Hmm. And then there I go over and there's like a light baby of light, a baby of pure light. And they're standing around and I walk over and the wise man says to put my hand on to Jesus. And so I do. And I feel this just amazingly beautiful feeling in my dream. And I say, oh, I got to record this. So I whip out my phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it says storage full. Seriously? I couldn't. When I hit record, it said storage. There's no more room on your phone. Did you wake up or was this in the dream? I woke up that? right after that. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the fate of my older phone, my old phone. It's like, yeah, I just couldn't clear enough out of it. And when something important does happen, you don't have the storage. (laughs) It's so, it just, it was funny. I actually made a little bit about that, that I was going to do on open night stand. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. (coughs) But, it required, it was too dry of humor. I didn't think I could pull it off. So I resorted to like extreme filth. And <coughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me. <coughs> Need to get a drink of water. Okay. Get, get a drink. <coughs> Pretty incredible uh, dream sequence. Three wise men. And uh, the baby Jesus. Yeah. And uh, feelings again, it comes back to feelings, emotions that are hardwired in us, either through the culture or deep in our subconscious that we get in touch with. Ah. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I just my throat got really dry. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's probably a good thing. That's why it's good to have something to drink before podcast or during or yeah i always i always air and grab like a Lacroix though and Mm -hmm. just burping the whole time trying to talk yeah sparkling water oh yeah anyway so lighter subject did you didn't by chance look up that pizza place that i sent you did you um I just went to the area on the map. I saw it was in Melvinville, which sounds familiar. I've heard of that area before. I'm yeah. not sure how far that is from me, though. Got it. I didn't. I didn't know, but the piece. I okay. So I'm trying to do keto, 
and Facebook okay. is promoting all these pizza review videos. And I literally I've watched like a hundred of them. Okay. And I'm just I'm trying to go low carb watching pizza videos. It's just crazy. <clears throat> um because I mean, literally, this he gave this Melville place, this Freddy's Pizza in Michigan. Uh, he gave it like the, the super top score. He's like, this is so good. This is like better than anything. Huh. Yeah. So, and he compares it to, you know, places in Brooklyn and Jersey and Pennsylvania and Florida. And he's saying this place in Michigan is just the bomb. So I was like, damn, how far do I got to drive to try this? Am I really thinking about driving nine hours to go get a <laughs> But Let me like, see here. I'm well, looking hey, it up Chris right now. If I, was I thought of you, and I'm like, well, if we're going to do a trip or something, then maybe we can stop and grab some pizza. That's maybe pretty amazing. Here. The pizza motivate you nine hours. Can it live up to it? That's incredible. Let's I don't see know here. if it can. I got to fast before because hunger is the best spice. You know what I mean? Oh, that's – yeah, Melvindale. That's right. That's pretty close to me. Actually, it's about – I'd say that's probably about a good hour. I'd say that because it's by it's south uh, west of Detroit. And I'm like uh, a little bit more north, uh, north uh, of Detroit there. So, yeah, that's that's doable. I, I mean, I, I could go in and do a little uh, podcast review of it. Do I, it. I have to do it on the day off. You got to get the goulash. Apparently that. So the pizza and then they have a goulash and it's oh. famous. Jeez, I haven't so, had goulash since I was a kid. Man. Okay. Yeah. I, w okay. <clears throat> I would love for you to make a, a pizza video review. Ugh, I'd pay for it. I'd pay for your pizza. <laughs> I'd pay for your pizza. Maybe that'd be my first Patreon uh, episode. <laughs> I'll literally Venmo you if you go do that video. Oh, man. That's funny. You know, it's they, they say there's ways of doing that where you can go to places and you try the food and you give them a review and you get some kind of you get paid somehow from that. But I still don't quite know how to do that and what what things are legit for for that kind of stuff, what websites and all that. So that yeah, would I be fun. I wouldn't mind doing that on a more regular basis, by the way. But I don't know what sites are for are legit and bullshit, you know. So, yeah, dude, I don't fucking know either. Sorry to swear. No, that's fine. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, yeah, it's not because I'm looking at the map right now. There's a it's, they have a Facebook website, and if you go over, I'm in the Clinton, well, it's in Macomb area, and you go south past Dearborn because my my ex, well, my. A good friend of mine, it was my accountant, passed away, uh, my tax accountant. He lived in Dearborn, and that's about a good 45-minute drive at least. And it's just, yep. this is just south of that, so it's, it's, I'm looking at a good hour. But that's not bad for an awesome pizza place. That's Yeah, if it's as good as you're saying, that's, that's, that's not bad. Should I, should I send all. you the video so you can watch the pizza review and see if it makes you salivate like it did me well i'm looking at i'm looking at the picture and it looks like it's f flat 
it's the flat kind of pizza. It's not like the thick. Yeah, so, it's it's flat. It looks like normal pizza to me. It's not like uh you know what this looks like? It looks kind of like New York State pizza. They have a lot of like wood um uh, what do you call that? Wood stove pizza where it's flat and yep. thinner. Um which isn't I mean I'll I love pizza and I'll eat that, but it's rare that that to me is that is that amazing but what were they what is it that's enticing you so much about it like what is it exactly well i'm basically so i'm judging it off of him this david porter dude he he i've watched literally a hundred of his pizza reviews and he just goes into a place grabs a pizza comes outside side shows you the pizza takes a bite and then gives it a number rating one through 10. Okay. And, and like, he, you can tell by the way he reacts and the sound it makes when he bites in and just the smell and what he says is, so he just was like, this is so good. So I was like, Oh damn. And then, you know, they're talking about mm. how the owner has been doing it for like 40 years He's been okay. He's been all about pizza. So <clears throat> it is. It's basic flat, you know, slices like New York style. It's New York style, I think. Okay. Fire. Um yeah. it's not, you know, it's not deep dish or it's not thick dish at all. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had my share of pe- uh New York style pizza in my life, you know? We 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 Minnesota pizza, like it's all right, but you can't get a good. I mean, you can get good, <coughs> good pizza here made homemade, crust, good ingredients, but uh, there's just I don't know. It's good. It's good. You can get good pizza mm. here. You definitely can. But when this dude who who is reviewing New York pizza all the time, and then he goes to Michigan, he's like, "This is the bomb." It just made me want it, it sounded crispy and saucy and he said it was just delicious. And he went inside and he's like, you know, eight seven, eight point seven, which is high as it gets. He said nine even after he had a bite or two. He's like, mm-hmm. it's so good. Huh. So he okay. rarely goes that high. So that's why I mean, that's all. That's what attracted to me. Hmm. I watched him eating it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go there. I'll go there. I'll, I'll, I'll play their game and make it real. As, as Dirty Harry said, and uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'll make it a journey. I'll make it a journey. Cause like I said, I've, I've been meaning to get out and step out of my area. I've been kind of stagnant. You know, I need to go find do new things and experience some, you know, get out of the comfort zone a bit and try some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like you know i love pizza that's one of my number one food i did a whole episode on uh pizza hut for my birthday and we went to pizza hut and, and uh near in my hometown and you know sometimes pizza hut isn't is 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 okay it's it's good but other times like i grew up and the pete where my the pizza hut in my area was the best pizza in town like holy crud like the deep dish that they made um where the cheese or the pepperoni was inside the cheese and it was just so thick. really 
it was incredible. Like we were just knocked out. Like my buddy uh, Rick and I would go and we would just, I remember like when Phantom Menace came out, like it was just very <laughs> in a distinct day because like that was like, wow, it was a return to Star Wars. And we went and they had the, <laughs> you know, for the, the cups, the plastic Star Wars cups with, uh, with like you can get one with obi-wan like a plastic version of obi-wan on top or darth or no, anakin or something well i got like the jar jar one that yeah. you put on top of the cup and it's like a move he moves its ar- his arms and it's this whole big thing and we were talking about you know he's going oh jar jar and we we're like impersonating jar jar but we were just having such a good time eating that pizza and how good it tasted the, the, the how full it was and how deep it was and and it's greasy it's greasy so if you don't like greasy pizza it's not for you but it was incredible it it was always such a great experience to eat it and when i left michigan went to california and went to new york there's never i could never find anything equivalent to that um although i will say there's a uh, there's a good runner up at um uh another pizza place what is it ah dang it i had it uh, where it was similar, it was similar. It was more spongy pizza, where it was like soft, but you can get you can, you can put chicken on it and all sorts of ingredients. That was pretty good, but it, that see that's rare. That was one place, but Pizza Hut, you can consistently go there, and almost any Pizza Hut, it's gonna knock your socks off. Now it isn't that way anymore, unfortunately. Things have changed. I don't know what happened, um, but. That, that the one episode I recorded a few years ago for my birthday, I went in and it was that pizza again, where it just holy crud, every bite, every piece of the, the cheese was just so done so well. And the, the you know, the pepperoni, the bright amount of grease that in the, the reservoir of the, of the pepperoni, like, boom, it's just like, wow, this is awesome. It was like, I was re-experiencing my childhood, why I like that food so much. And, uh, a good buddy of mine says, like, that's your best episode. <laughs> like you reviewing that pizza and being so blown away by it. I couldn't believe it. Like that was you were so passionate about that. I go, really? That's my best episode talking about pizza? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we got another runner up here. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Let's do it. I can't wait to see yeah. it. Yeah, man. So, well. So this this going up north, and this is going to be the first part of of me getting out. So we'll we'll st- I'm I'm still kind of I'm still keen of, of getting together and doing a either meeting halfway or or meeting in Minnesota or whatever. Yeah, you know, dude. maybe blocking off a good a good week. Maybe I would say I'll try to get a week or two weeks uh, uh, two weeks might be tough for me i'll have to see what the financial situation but i could probably squeeze in a week i could probably do that you know so um, week, um, <laughs> week is significant it's it's not yeah, we a lot you can it's have, not too short you can do a lot in a week especially yeah. if we met halfway but the, the only place to do that is like wisconsin that doesn't sound very fun yeah yeah and it's like do we you know i don't know anything about wisconsin really i don't know if you do so there wouldn't be you know we i don't know unless there see that's the thing about i used to like going to like comic conventions and stuff because 
that was a common interest I had with my friends. And it's like, well, that was like an anchor point. And everything yeah. outside of that convention is like bonus. And that's how you kind of get to know the city. Like, but if you don't have those kind of anchor points, like, uh, well, then, well, dang, what are we going to? I mean, you, you just don't know what, how, yeah, what event you're going to go to. It's, it's, it's just, it's not anchored by anything. So it's not, it's harder to make a, a plan on that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's like one of those, I either have to drive over there or you have to come over here somehow. So we'll, we'll, I'll try to, I guess we'll have, I'll t- try to go over there. I mean, the car is in good shape. Uh, the Terraza is in good shape. It should be able to make a trip. I think, what would we say? It was like 10 hours, 10 hour trip or something like that. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 It stops. Yeah. For no, for sure. <clears throat> for sure. Is it, I think I'll have, there's probably some tools. I'm assuming there's tools. I used to have the easy pass, but I don't have that anymore. <laughs> Maybe, or what do you think? Are there, are there tolls? Have you gone east before and had to pay tolls? Only south have I paid tolls that I remember. Okay. Well, maybe maybe there isn't. Oh, that's not true. I've paid tolls. Yeah, that's not true. I've went to Illinois and paid tolls. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to have some change. I, I don't know if that was change. in Illinois. Uh, do, do you have... Let me just look at the route. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say Detroit. You're basically from Detroit, right? Yeah, that area, Detroit area. You know, because when you say Detroit, like I'm not from the heart of the D or from the streets D. I'm like the suburbs surrounding that area. So, okay. <coughs> Directions. PBG 54C07622N2 entered the live studio. How you doing, PBG? <laughs> nine, nine and a half hours. And okay. Yes, yeah. I have, yeah, that's not, that's not too bad. That's a day. That's a day. You have to yeah. go through Illinois unless I take a ferry across Lake Michigan. Is it a ferry or a bridge? I assume it's a ferry. Fair, those are fun. I had to do that when I was working in New York. I did that uh, going to Vermont. And uh, my whole car, my Explorer, I, I got on the ship. And I, I was w- waiting for the ferry to take me over the other side of the, uh, the other side of the state. Uh, it was so weird. It was neat, though. It's a neat experience, you know. Wow, it's big. I'm just looking at pictures of the ferry. Crazy. Yeah. You just drive on, eh? Yeah, you drive right on there, and it's like, there you go, and you're just watching the water, and they're, they're taking you across, and you're just chilling out, and you drive on off. It's pretty neat. Well, hell, maybe we've got to do it that way. I mean, I w- I'd like to go to Michigan. I... There's nothing. Minnesota is. I mean, there's nothing exciting about it. 
Lake Superior is nice, but that's about it. Well, the thing I think the key selling point for going over there would be to try the try your um uh your sauna um to do uh your your hardcore workout routine in the gym there yeah. um and to eat the food you know yeah. to have the daniel wilson experience if you will <laughs> yeah i'm sure if you saw if you watch instagram you'll get all of that yeah you guys gotta check out uh dan's uh uh, Instagram. He's always putting up these inspirational uh, videos of him hitting hitting the weights and putting up some heavy some heavy weight there and paying his dues with his buddies. And uh, they built this gym out of uh, it was in a garage, right? And they yeah. they took it seriously and they just updated and kept updating it. And now it's this incredible home gym which they could probably charge money for people to work out there. <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> for sure. You got pretty serious about that. So are, are you guys still making additions to it? Or are you done for sure? No, I mean, the additions are going to slow it, little things here and there, but the main investment was made, you know, he finished it. He bought the new equipment. I mean, then it's potential, there's potential that another big purchase would happen uh, in a <clears throat> cable machine. So you can do cable stuff. We've been looking at cable press, mm -hmm. you know, uh, they're, they're really expensive though. I mean, we're talking multiple G for a cable Ooh. machine. Yeah. So it, it's unnecessary. Cables are great, but it'd be great to have. It'd be awesome, but it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be really fun to have. You can do a lot of stuff on cables. I mean, the, the way you guys, I mean, the way you, you po post these videos, is like, it's such a good experience, like, to work out. Like, what's the order you do it in? Do you do the sauna first, then work out? I would say probably you work out first. Then do the yeah. song afterwards. For, for sure, yeah. And and then do you eat after that? Or do you yeah. eat? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. And it, this food that they're eating is like awesome. It's like, I feel like I'm on, uh, on a show about cooking fresh food. That's <laughs> like, all Omina. That's all Omina. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And this is lots of chef. greens. And... Yeah, very uh, pure, uh, well-cooked meat and um, some good vegetables. Just very wholesome meals that you just you feel healthier watching watching them eat and, and talk <laughs> and be merry <laughs> and feast <laughs> and, and smile and laugh with all their their in jokes, which I'm sure that they have. And uh, yeah, it to me it's like man, I could see somebody paying for this experience. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously like man i need to go and have some wholesome food with some people that are laughing and positive people and have a killer workout and hit that sauna and just you know refreshing you know and uh yeah man that's great i mean it all it all happened because minnesota like michigan is treacherous in the winter 
You're right. It's like, you better you better make it good. Otherwise, yeah. it stops. Yeah, really. You have to make it work for you somehow. You have to make you have to make kind of a world within it that is is going to keep things interesting or revitalize you in some way. Um, yeah, and that's that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Like you're doing the ice baths too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You get you were doing it and I don't like the the great snowstorm from a couple years ago. I think where I was, it was around the London Real era, uh almost I'd say about two years ago or something like that. And you were I couldn't believe you're jumping in that ice bath and but it was cold as hell already out there, wasn't it? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> there was some really cold ones. Um I definitely I definitely eased up on that a little bit. I've been <clears throat> redoing I've been re introducing some cold back into my life, but I kind of I kind of quit for a little while. It just got you know, I, I feel like I went a little too hard and kind of shocked my system in a way I didn't like. Oh, and sure. so I took a little break and, but lately I've been doing it again and it's been feeling good, but just not as hardcore, you know, just like cold showers and stuff. Yeah. It's all, I think it's all you need. You don't need to get, you don't have to do the ice baths in my opinion to get the benefits of the cold shower. Like yeah. nice cold showers are cold. If you if you oh yeah full cold for two minutes that's really cold yeah yeah and your your body I mean that's enough you don't need to do ice baths to get a shock a cold shock you just don't no. first do yeah. two minutes of cold shower and then we'll talk about ice baths later but yeah I, so I my point is it's like you don't walk into the gym if you've never worked out and think you're going to squat 300 pounds, mm-hmm. that's how I look at like going straight into the ice bath. Yeah. Okay. Like you have to develop your system slowly. And I didn't, I just, I was like, Oh, I'm going to take good Instagram video, me in an ice bath. And it's like, no, you can't your physiology. You're not there yet. You haven't earned the right physically to handle that kind of stress mm-hmm. you still have you still gotta you still gotta conquer the the lower realms first yeah the cold showers so yeah i'm just saying this because it was a lesson i learned you know <clears throat> it looks good on camera to be in a big ice bath but it's not as easy it's not easy and it's i feel like you can hurt yourself if you try to go too hard in the ice cold mm-hmm. ice water it's hard on the body yeah i mean anyone can get in and get out but it's like if you're trying to stay in there for a really long time mm-hmm. i'm just i'm not saying you can't do it i'm just saying work your way up to it that's all mm-hmm. yeah man yeah i mean you're in what was it like minus five or something and you're going out there and jumping <laughs> jumping in the ice bag. <laughs> yeah i mean only because uh, yeah. we had a sauna a nice hot sauna waiting yeah yeah that was part of it yeah that's yeah. right 
because you can go in the sauna and just throw some water on the rocks and boom it's like you know hotter than hell so no matter how cold you are Mm -hmm. you're you're gonna your body will go back up to temp real fast (laughs) so it's it's nice it's kind of a fun little thing and we can definitely do we can definitely do it when you come to town yeah (laughs) yeah man so well let's uh yeah, I'm definitely looking at doing a, a second get get out of town thing. So if you if I do that or if you come to Michigan, you'll definitely if you come to Michigan, we'll, you know, if you if you go in the, the Gaylord area, I'll have a place for you to stay at least. So that's pretty cool. But uh, Minnesota, that's only a nine and a half hour trip. That's not it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, and it'll be fun for me to go on a, a journey and listen to a good audio book and um But money for the gas, and um, yeah, let's let's see if we can make it happen this year. Let's see if we make it happen. You know, my expenses are coming down a little bit. Road trip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did I did I tell you that? Yeah, you're gonna do the old trail, or no? Is this something? No, we're not doing the old trail. I want to, but that that just takes too much planning, and it's it's. It's. I'm not ready yet. I, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I'm just doing something a little bit more vacationy. I'm. We're okay. We're driving oh. down to, to Sedona. I think. Oh, you're and gonna do Sedona again? Cool. Yeah, I think we're gonna stop in. You know, maybe stop in New Mexico, see the property that we bought, and then visit a friend. Maybe we'll see. It's only twelve days, so when you're driving, you get you don't have as much time as you want. Yeah. How long does it take you down to get over there to New Mexico and all that from there? Uh, I mean, it's going to take us. We'll see if we want. At least a few days. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's just do the hours. Minneapolis to, we'll say, uh, Gila and M. Because we'd go down to. 20 almost 22 hours yeah so you know, yeah it's, it's good amount of driving it's, it's seven a day or we could do 11 a day mm-hmm. which might we might maybe we'll do yeah maybe we'll do because like, there's nothing I want to get through Iowa and fucking Kansas and all that. I want to get through that mm-hmm. immediately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I just I I don't want to <clears throat> I don't want to stop and I don't want to putz around in Iowa or Kansas. Like a I wanted to take the more western route, like go straight west and see South Dakota because I've yeah. never. And then go down and I've never seen Wyoming. Like I wanted yeah. it would be nice to stop at the old Spanish trail and take a picture at least with so I'm not such a poser, you know what I mean? <laughs> that you should you should do that. You should to make it special. Be like that's what I researched on. I, I want to at least see a little bit of it. Yep. 
Right on. Damn. So what are we at here, Chris? Yeah, we're almost at two hours. This is a pretty full podcast. It's, uh, you know, I made it work. Well, we made it work. You know, I think we're winding it down. Uh, thanks for thanks for being on. And uh, this was a good one. I appreciate it. And I think we got it. You gave your microphone a good test. Good run. For yeah. its I'm excited to hear what it sounds like on once you post it. Yeah, I think you sound a lot better than before. Not that you sounded terrible before, but I think this is, you're a lot more, you're clear. I think you sound at least as good as me. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, well, I'm still disappointed because <clears throat> I, I'm i talking in the microphone, but I hear you on my phone speakerphone. Mm-hmm. And this microphone has an input for headphones, so I was hoping I would be able to hear you on the headphones. Yeah. And not on the speakerphone. So, all right, bro. Well, good episode and thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah. So, I'm lo- all right. I'm looking forward to your next deed on. Are you going to record another one soon or what are you thinking? Shit. I, I, yeah, I got to. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so. that I got, now that I got this new mic, it's kind of fun. Why not? Yeah, man. Do do a podcast to go. Do a do one where you're going into a local uh, a health health. Uh, <laughs> I think mine would be fashion, but go to like a I don't know what what's a good health place that you go out to eat in over there. You know, do something like that where you're getting a, a sandwich that you like to eat or something healthy that you're into. A um, food review. Yeah, yeah, something that like you always wanted to try this place. And it's local, or this your favorite food item at this restaurant. And uh, on the way there, that's my challenge to you. Can you do a, a, a cast on the go? That's like a minimum of uh, ten minutes. All right, I'll do a, I'll do one on the go. I'll do, yeah, I'll do one a cast on the go. I will. Cool. cool. All right, you, you can watch out for it. I will do it. Okay, uh, I'm keeping you accountable. <laughs> all right i'm i'm in i'm bad at habits but i'm good at one-time things really yeah good at one-time thing. yeah use that to motivate you'd be like well i'm gonna go eat so that's there's that to it that's gonna be the reward for doing the, the cast so sounds good yeah i mean all right all right let's let's wrap it up thanks everybody for listening Thanks, uh, the dude John. That was some good, a good question. I'm glad he had a good run. Way to way to push it to the limit. And Ab- else. absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, Daniel. I'll talk to you later. later. Bye. All right, everybody. Going to wrap up the show. If there's one question, I don't think I'm going to be able to see it because. <laughs> I don't know. This wall's weird. I can't always scroll all the way down and see everyone when I get a new message. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks uh, for casually just kind of um, checking it out. And oh, here we go. Oh, just enter the line. Okay, yeah. Sorry, that was just a um, new message. It wasn't a new message. Um, thanks for listening. Stay motivated. Again, small wins. What's you gonna What's gonna be your small win when you get up? Um, that you can be okay i did that I, I did that at least and that'll domino through the rest of your day keep that habit going and before you know it 
you'll be having less shitty days. I truly, I believe that. Okay? May you all have long days and pleasant nights.